happy Valentine's Day, listeners. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. This the day is of love. The day of love. The day before the day of love. Yeah. <laughs> Close and enough. I want, <laughs> and I, I wanted to do a quick shout out. One of our listeners, someone who helped me along with Justin get through the Dark Souls games, Altric in the chat. Okay. Uh, on Wednesday this week, the 15th, he defends his thesis and finishes the first of his two doctorates. So I know he's going to pass, so I have no problem saying it. So I wanted to say congratulations, and I'm proud of you. Yeah, congratulations, and you you should uh, bully Larry into streaming. So He has been. He was upset. I, I told him I was going to do Bioshock, and I told him I, and I was going to, and I never did. So are you going to do Sekiro? I think I have to. I think I owe it to the people for one last run, because I'm, I'm never playing Dark Souls 2. I won't. I refuse. I have heard too many bad things from everybody. People who even like those games I've heard bad things from. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, so Sekiro, barring a new entry, mm-hmm. or Demon Souls. I think I would try Demon Souls. Okay. But, yeah, Sekiro is going to be like the last hurrah. But, yeah. Uh, our Valentine's Day episode is The Corpse Bride. It is our third in this kind of mini thing we're doing throughout the season. The first was Frankenweenie, then we did Nightmare Before Christmas. Now we have Corpse Bride, and then last in April we'll be doing James and the Giant Peach. Um, but before we get to all of that, Justin, I know you have been busy grinding. I know that you have some new articles out as of like today. Yes. Has your keyboard started smoking yet? Soon. I'm sure that'll happen very, very, very soon. I think you should get like one of those keyboard, like one of those typewriter keyboards, and see how often the keys get stuck on you. No, thank you. <laughs> I do have like, I have like backup, like wireless keyboards that I can uh-huh. just like plop down in front of me if I need to. Jeez. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Okay. What's been new, buddy? Okay. So it is the ninth, so I can actually talk about it now. Cool. Um, so I got to play the first basically half of the uh, remaster of Fatal Frame, Mask Mask of the Lunar Eclipse, which never came out in the which West. Which entry is that? That is four. So that okay. comes after three. Uh, Tormented Souls, I believe <laughs> is what it's called. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but yeah, after three. So yeah, it never it never came out in the West. So they're finally re-releasing it in the West. And yeah, I don't know. I played like ton of it it was great i mean it's very fatal frame it's very like slow moving but it's i don't know man it's got atmosphere for days it's awesome Um, amazing i also got to sit down with the creator of the series fatal frame yep um and that review your interview will be going up i believe on monday so like the day this comes out um and then i also have an interview with the end night the guys behind the forest and sons of the forest coming out the end of next week i think maybe friday amazing yeah um other than that game wise um still can't talk about like 99 percent of what <laughs> i've been playing <laughs> um but i i did pick up uh metroid prime remastered yesterday was that free or what did you have to pay for it i mean i got a code sent to me so <laughs> Okay, I, yeah. I saw that it dropped. I didn't see if it was like free. Yeah, to I think go it's. Or... I think it's thirty nine ninety nine. Okay. Um, but I, I never played Metroid. Well, I tried to, but it was just not for me. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it now. Cool. Um, they also dropped uh, Game Boy 
games and Game Boy Advance games. Did you I'm, see one of the Advance games that are on there? Minish Cap. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've never played it, so I'm really excited I, to play it for the first it's, time. It's the Capcom created Zelda game. I didn't know Capcom did it. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, re- yeah. I read the manga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you already know. You already so know. I know the story. Is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just been playing Metroid and then uh, other stuff I can't talk about for a while. Gotcha. Um, and then I watched uh, Final Destination for yep. our. Review uh, tomorrow? Yeah, our review tomorrow. Um, I watched Corpse Bride yesterday. And I've been re watching um, Community. Because when I re- started. Oh, re- cool. When I, re- when I watched it the first time, I stopped at season six. Because that's when people started to leave and it got yeah, 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 yeah. rough. I am forcing my th- way through it because I'm going to try and see it through the end. Every one of those episodes after season six is like a slog to me. I have never watched past that either. That's that's when I've always stopped. Yeah, um, I'm like forcing myself. So now, um, Chang's not in it anymore. Chevy Chase isn't in it. Gambino's oh, he hasn't been in, in it. For it. A while. Yeah, yeah, Gambino's not in it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's it's rough. Um, they probably should end it after season five, to be honest. Um, Six seasons of movie. Yeah, it's, God, it's. It's rough stuff. Um, I think that's it. Oh, and I started re-watching the 90s Spider-Man cartoon with my son. Awesome, awesome. Loves it. Uh, we're, we're only like, I think we just watched episode five, which is like... Are you going to watch X-Men 2 then? Oh, yes, the yes, X-Men. yes. I fucking love the yeah. 90s X-Men. Gambit's um, like my favorite Marvel My character. plan is, because there, there's an episode in the first season of Spider-Man where we mm-hmm. actually, the X-Men are in it, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go back and watch up to that point in X-Men with him and then we're going to kind of pinball back and forth um, but it. we're only like f- I think we just watched the fifth episode today so okay. I think and that was like the first introduction of like Doc Ock yeah, um, yeah. but yeah I don't know it's been it's been great um, oh we also watched uh, Princess Bride uh, okay. with them on the weekend we were going to do Small Soldiers but they changed their mind they didn't want to watch it so we just went with <sighs> Princess Bride to watch it. I love that movie <laughs> Well, so uh, this weekend, what are we? What did we agree on? I think so. We got to pick, so we kind of like bounce back and forth yeah. between who picks movies, just because it was always a fucking whole ordeal. Mm. So last weekend we got to pick, so we picked Princess Bride. My son's picking this weekend. I think he picked The Avengers. Okay, because he's never seen he's never seen it before, and he wants to. Um, and then, um, sorry, my daughter will pick like fucking Frozen or some shit again. Uh, <laughs> But no, she she actually what was the movie she wanted to watch? She wanted to rewatch Power Rangers, so I guess that's a good sign. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing something right. Ever watched Power Rangers Turbo? That's a sequel to it. Did they do a movie though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Kimberly is in it. Tommy is in it, and I think the Red Rangers in it. Okay, so the it, first movie. So I know um, my daughter also wanted to watch Zathura. Oh yeah! Oh wow! Yeah. I was that for a long time. Yeah, like I. It, because we were on this like hey you should watch Jumanji uh, well we watched it we were, or we watched like a trailer and we were like eh it's probably there's a lot of like hokiness to it I love it but there's yeah. a lot of like hokiness that wouldn't I don't know doesn't a lot of it like years. doesn't eat yeah years. yeah um, but yeah that's uh, that's all that's been new with me what about you Larry okay so for TV caught up with The Last of Us I am actually disappointed we're recording tomorrow night because the new episode drops tomorrow night. yeah I know I know <laughs> 
So that's a bummer. Uh, I think up to episode three of Chainsaw Man. Again, I'm watching it with Devin, and she's in the middle of tax season, so it kind of restricts time, but it's great. Yeah. I, I found out, if you're looking at the episode titles, it only goes to like the first like four manga. Oh, so I should read the first four. I would, yeah. Okay. The manga's great, and it's like really following it along pretty closely, too, so I, I have enjoyed mm. it. And then I finished season one of SAO. Okay, how was that? Uh, I forgot how tentacly, weeby, kind of touchy-feely, like the the bad side of anime it gets in that second season. Oh, like the weird, like, what is it called? It's like Ichi or something like that? Like yeah, the, the weird... Super... Yeah, yeah. Um, I still like it. I mean, it's fine. This Now they're in Gun Gale. So I never... It, I so, watched like two so, episodes so of that first show. <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings, then it's like Elf, and then it's like Fairies, and then it's a gun game. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's fine. Um, movies? I went and saw Knock at the Cabin. How was that? I enjoyed it. Dave Bautista is amazing in it. Like, it's a very early year, but it's a very it's a it's probably my performance of the year so far. Because okay. I, I think I mentioned when I read the book that that character was like so powerful, but I had a really hard time visualizing it. Mm-hmm. And whoever cast Dave Bautista in that role, they're smarter than me because he's perfect <laughs> and he just nails it. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, about the movie, I will just say I prefer the book. Okay, I've heard it is not as dark. Not nearly. Okay, interesting. Not nearly. Uh, I watched The Boy in Blue. That is the next movie for the Nick Cage podcast. It's about crew or rowing. That was it's like something it's like based it's something based on Canada, isn't it? Yeah, the main character like Rick Hanlon or something. He was like a famous Canadian crew guy. Movie's terrible. Sure. Movie really fucking sucked. Did uh, um did nope. was was Rachel able to find it? Nope. So it's gonna be our first one of the episode where it's just me reviewing it, her asking me questions. <laughs> did you send her that link? Yes. And what did she say? <laughs> Said it was too slow. She's got a week now. You should harass her for me tomorrow night. Okay, I will. I will. Watch Found Destination and remembered where my fear of flying came from. <laughs> yep, yep, okay. I watched Possessor. So I think last week I talked about watching Infinity Pool, which yep. was the Cronenberg movie. This is the movie that came before that. I like this one more. It is far more violent, and it had one of the darkest fucking endings I've ever seen in my life. Interesting, okay. But I liked it more. The next so, one I... Go ahead. It's like the next one's like the fantasy violence or whatever. It's the one where people take diseases of famous people. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, I'm really excited for it because it's the idea. Of, like, there's so many people who like idolize famous people. And, like, imagine like Kim Kardashian selling like herpes. And like, the unfortunately, people. yes. I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's super easy to get into, right? So I'm I'm pumped for that one. Uh, and then I watch Corpse Bride. Um, games I beat. DBZ Kakarot. Nice. I'm nice. How does that of, feel? I liked it. Like, like I said, it. I'm not really playing a whole lot right now. Like, I'm kind of, yeah. like, just waiting for, like, Resident Evil 4 and stuff to come out. So, like, I'm just kind of, like, treading water. Um, it's fun. It's very fun to sit and play. Like, I'm not playing on any hard difficulty or anything. I was playing on normal. The mission, like, you can tell that the people who made this game really love Dragon Ball Z. Okay. For, like, the little nods and stuff. So, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. just playing that and doing cleanup. 
then we played the forest last weekend. We did something I had never done in that before. We took a slide down the butthole. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. We got down there and realized that we needed <laughs> the rebreather. Yep. Which I did not know. We almost got stuck at the climbing wall, but we glitched our way past that. Thank you, Justin, for that. Yes, Spider-Man, no speaking of it. And uh, <laughs> now, next Friday, we're playing again, and we're it's going time. to have Rachel beat the, first, beat the game for the first time. Yeah, it's time. I mean, and just in time, because we are two weeks out from the yeah, forest. That's correct. Sons of the Forest. Sons yeah. of the Forest. Uh, okay, and I'm going to play Minish Cap. I'm very, yeah. very excited about that. I saw that today when I was at work. I saw like, somebody make a quick review of it, and so it was cool. Books, I finished The Bone Spindle by Leslie Vetter. It's yep. like an LGBT uh, young adult fantasy spin, like Briar okay. Rose, like Sleeping Beauty is a, is a guy, and <coughs> Fiona is a girl, Treasure Hunter, is like has to free him by giving him a kiss, but she doesn't want to. And her traveling companion is the Huntsman, and she's like a lesbian, and she's like in love with like what it seems to be like a Red Riding Hood character. It was fun. Uh, I finished the Sea of Monsters, which was the second book for Percy Jackson. I am how reading. so yeah. You'd mentioned that you were reading those last week, yeah, and I had said I never had. Yeah, would you think? Like, how would you think they would come across as like an adult reading them for the first without time? any nostalgia? Yeah. If I would to, I would recommend someone to read or listen to series of unfortunate events. Okay. This is more childish than that. Oh man. Okay. It's I'm, good. I'm like, but it is I'm, childish. I, I'm in this weird spot where I don't really, I don't feel like listening to something like super serious. Yeah. Uh, with my books right now. Well, if you hold on one second, okay. I'm reading okay. the sequel to the Bone Spindle called The Severed Thread. Okay. And I started my next audiobook while waiting on book three of Percy Jackson. I'm reading Twilight. Yeah, I'm not going to read Twilight. Come on! We can do it together! I asked uh, the P, and he also won't do it with me. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Come on! You're all cowards. Yeah, I am. Dude, the writing's so bad. I'm, I Literally, I was laying to last night, listening to the first chapter before I went to bed. I'm just sitting there fucking laughing. Like It's, it's so bad. The fact that I read these books in high school... Because my girlfriend wanted me to read it before we saw the movie, and just the first book, no. and I read all four of them. Oh my god, the writing is so bad. Bella, like I said, I'm just starting it. Bella is such a pretentious asshole in the books. She's such an asshole. You should, uh, you should like do uh, Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever the next one. Was. I've never done that, so no, I'm not. Okay. It's not my, it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, I started listening to this podcast that was recommended to me by Matilda and Rachel. Um, it's called Maintenance Phase. Okay. Uh, it's two hosts, Michael and Audrey, I think. Okay. Um, but basically, they're two professional journalists, writers, and they kind of debunk a lot of like social and um, political like and like fad health stuff. Okay. Like, they did an episode on, like, Dr. Oz. I could start at the beginning. They did an episode on, like, Halo Top Ice Cream. They did an episode on, like, the Master What is Clays. Halo Top Ice Cream? So it's ice cream that is, like, 75% air that is super low in calories. And it's, like, you can eat a whole pint and it's only, like, 20 calories or something stupid. It's. I'm assuming it's bad for you. <laughs> Actually, it's not. 
Okay. It's just like it's not going to do like like it's not. There was a apparently someone did like a ten day and all they ate was Halo Top ice cream. Yeah. Like those people are crazy, and it's not going to do anything for you. <laughs> How are you going to get all your nutrients? Okay, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're getting scurvy <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> okay. With that, yes. let's get into our review of Corpse Bride. Uh, this was my second viewing. The first time I saw this movie, I watched it in theaters with a ex-girlfriend at the time. I did not see no. it in theaters. I'm jealous. Um, so I feel I, – I think I've talked about this before. Uh, when they were marketing The Corpse Bride, they used Nightmare Before Christmas music in all of the trailers. And I think that really hindered my opinion of it when I saw it. Okay. Because I was expecting, oh, this is, like, going to be the sequel to Nightmare sure. Before Christmas. Sure. This is, and it is not, not that. And the music is very different uh, mm-hmm. than it was. So I actually really did not like this movie when I saw it in theaters. Okay. I did not see it in theaters, but um, I love The Corpse Bride. At the end of this Ford little stop-motion journey, I think we'll rank them and stuff. I'm not sure where okay. it will fall for me because I love all these movies so much. Um, but Devin and I did use some of like the vow stuff in our marriage. So I do love the corpse ride. It's a 2005 stop motion animated musical dark fantasy film directed by Mike Johnson and Tim Burton. The screenplay by John August, Carolyn Thompson, and Pamela Petler, based on characters created by Tim Burton and Carlos Grangle. Johnny Depp leads the cast as the voice of Victor, while Helena Bonham Carter voices Emily, the titular bride. Corpse Bride is the third stop-motion feature film produced by Burton and the first directed by him, the previous two films being Nightmare, which we covered, and James and the Giant Peach. Those were both directed by Henry Selick. Interesting. The Corpse Bride is based on a 17th century Jewish folktale. Oh, I did not know that. Neither did I. Obviously, the music is done by Danny Elfman once again, and it was shot on a budget of $40 million, and it grossed. One hundred and eighteen million dollars. Wow! God damn. <laughs> I have some trivia as always. Okay. The puppets were twenty-five to twenty-eight centimeters, or nine point eight to eleven inches tall, and some of the stages were so large that the animators could actually fit through the set doors with minimal crouching. Interesting. Okay. The puppets used neither of the industry standards of replaceable heads, like those in Nightmare Before Christmas that we talked about, right? Yeah. Or replaceable mouse like they used for Ardman Studios' Curse of the Were Rabbit. Oh, Curse of, of the Were Rabbit? Yeah. The uh, Wallace and Gromit movie? 
Maybe. I have no idea. Oh, man. I love Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> oh. But instead, they use precision-crafted clockwork heads adjusted by hitting keys. This allowed for unprecedented subtlety and was apparently even more painstaking than the already notoriously arduous animation. One animator even reported having recurring nightmares of adjusting his own facial expression in this fashion. <laughs> Poor guys. This is Johnny Depp's first time voice acting in a theatrical film. Later, he would go on to voice the titular character in Rango and the titular character of Sherlock Gnome. Of course. <laughs> Johnny Depp and Sir Christopher Lee, who was also a voice actor in this movie, yep. both appeared together in Sleepy Hollow and Charlie of the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I forgot he was man i didn't like I that do, movie i did i don't like it i, I think really, it's because i love the original so much yes same yeah. it's unfortunate because my kids like that movie so and i can never talk them into watching that the fucking old one. song is really long like the, yeah it, yeah. Whew, yeah yeah okay we don't do 60 second plot summaries in these kind of special episodes but i'll do a quick plot synopsis victor is being forced to marry victoria by their parents who thinks one's rich and the other think the other one's rich but they're neither of them are really rich it's just all terrible but victor and victoria hit it off the first time they meet but victor is kind of a klutz and he can't learn his vows so he gets kind of kicked out of this church and he's wandering the woods and he finally gets him right puts the ring on a branch but alas it is not a branch it is a dead woman who was buried out there come to find out that she was betrayed betrayed by her betrothed um but she accepts victor's marriage uh although victor never I don't know why Victor never just tells her, hey, like, I messed up. It was an accident. Like, that would have cleared up a lot of the problems in this plot, I think. Uh, but after some shenanigans, she realizes that she can't force Victor to marry her, even though he offered to take the drought of death to join her in the land of the dead. The man who killed Emily is revealed to have forced his way to marry Victoria, and then he is too cocky and ends up killing himself, and the people of the dead carry him away, which is super creepy, even today. And Emily is freed from the pain she had on Earth. She lets Victor and Victoria kind of go about their way, and she turns into butterflies, and it's absolutely beautiful. I love that end shot so much. And there's more there, but that's a simple story. Yeah. Yeah. We don't score anything. We just kind of talk about it. So in general terms, what do you think about the plot? I like the idea of the plot. Okay. (laughs) Um, I do have, like, a couple gripes with it. Um, just uh, specifically, I, I just want to get the the negatives out of the way, just because sure. I I do believe there are more positives than negatives. I don't want you to think I don't like. You're this movie. hey, you, you're allowed to have your own opinion. <laughs> well, no, no, I know you like this movie, so I'm just I'm getting the negatives out of the way, and then we can go on to the positive stuff. Um, there are two moments in this movie that I do not like. Uh, yeah. One is Victor's sudden change of being scared that they're going to murder him to half a second later agreeing to drink it. Yes. Um, and then I don't think he should have ended up with Victoria. <laughs> so I agree on both those counts. Yeah. So his sudden change, this movie's really short. It's like an hour and like 14 minutes. It's like yeah, really. It's really short. <laughs> no, sorry. It's like 114 minutes. Or no. No. It's an hour, an hour and, and 14 it's minutes. 77 70, minutes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. it's super, super, super short. Yeah. Um, I wonder if something was like cut out because you're right. The, the, the change there is weird. And yeah. he only changes because Victoria got married and he's like, butthurt about it? Whatever. Yeah. 
I used to also feel the same way you did about the ending. Yeah. I think Victor is kind of like a dick. And well, I was like, because like, here's the thing need, is like, he has, he has so arm. much more in common with Emily as well. <clears throat> yeah. They play the piano and like, like the way they're able to talk to each other. No, I totally agree. He spent more time with her than he did with Victoria. <laughs> but and that's why I'm saying like the way where I'm at now. Yeah. Like, good for Emily. She doesn't need fucking Victor. There's a fucking <laughs> wet blanket. Go be... Like, she's free. Like... Yeah. She's freed herself. Because I used to feel the same way. And I started feeling the way last night. And I was like, Victor fucking sucks. Good for you. Good for you, Emily. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> because no, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah. One of the things I love about the plot is how dead the living world is and how vibrant yes. the dead world is. I love that. I feel like... You hear my dog running around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that is a very... Well, it's an interesting way to, like... It's a Tim Burton way, right? Yes, of, like, yeah. putting perspective on things and, like, oh, even though you're alive, you're too busy, like, worrying about who's rich and who's poor. And... Yeah. All this shit. Because I find that with all the living characters, I have issues in one way or another with them. Yeah. But with all the dead characters, I love them. I think all the dead characters are amazing because I, yeah. I, I they are like so much more animated and like they're funny. They're they're unique. funny. They're like welcoming and yeah. like mean when they want to be, but in like mm-hmm. a goofy way. I don't know, but like yes, all all the living characters are very like almost deadpan. Yeah. And it's it's very weird, but I, I do like like the weird flipped contrast of both okay. of them. All right, so we're in agreement there. Yes. Uh, but for the rest of the plot, I really the reason why this movie like I I don't kind of put it. We'll see where it ends up, but like where I have flaws because you're not wrong. It does have flaws. Is that the only character that I love is Emily? Yeah, I would agree with that. The, absolutely. The, the dead people, right? But like, I don't care about Victor. Oh, no, I think no. he's. A, I think he's a dick. I thought he was a dick in the movie. first first time I watched it. I, I still think he's a dick, and it's just like that's why. Like this, in particular, this time I was like, "Good for you!" Like, so yeah, like it's it, it's good. It's got a fun plot. Yeah, I, I think because we're kind of doing this as more of a children's kind of movie. Would be the yeah Frank and Weenie talk about how kids could do it. We'll talk about that here in the end too. I think it's fine for what it is. Yeah, it feels the most like Tim Burton of all of them, with the exception of probably Frank and Weenie. Yeah, absolutely. Which makes sense since he only directed those two, right? And yeah. the other two, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're credited to him. He didn't direct them. Yeah. All right, acting and soundtrack. Let's do the best and get it out of the way first. Helena Bonham Carter just nails Emily. Oh, absolutely, hands down. Yes, it's like astounding. Best part of the movie. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I like Christopher Lee. I thought he yep. was great in it. Um, I really like the voice of Barkwad, Lord Barkwad. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, actually, I, while we're talking, I was trying to figure out who that was. Yeah, look it uh, up. I, I do, like, very brief stuff for these specials, so I didn't look into all the voice actors. But I uh, really enjoyed him. Barkwad is... Oh, Barkus Bitter Barkus. is Rick Richard E. Grant. Richard Grant. Is there anything we would know? Uh, but no. 
Okay, perfect. But no, I, I really, really liked him. Danny Elfman voices the lead skeleton. Yeah. If you yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh and he was classic Loki and Loki. Oh the old Loki guy. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Okay, awesome. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um I didn't hate the voice actress for Victoria. But well, she was just I, she's I don't know toast. if that's like well, and that's the thing is I'm not sure if that's because that's how the living characters were written, but they it su- seems like very bland. Yeah, or they suck. Like, <laughs> yes. all four of the parents suck. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They all suck. And, like, <laughs> but the dead people, like, I just love, like, I love the maggot. I love the Black Widow. I love, like, and there's just so many puns and stuff down there. I like the old guy. He's, like, making this potion, but it's just a drink for him, and it ends up just being an aggy cracks. Like, there's just so much about, like, the dead world that I love. It's like, it almost feels like an expansion of what we kind of saw in Beetlejuice. Yeah, okay, I can, I, yeah. I can you, you know that. what I mean? Like, how, like, yeah. the, the very little glimpse of it we got. Um. So, yeah, I think there's, like, tiers of acting. It's Helena Bonham Carter nails it out of the park. The dead whoever whoever's voice acting whoever is doing it the dead is like right below her because they're all just so cool yeah and then you have like the living and they're just bland like why would emily like fuck victor like that's that's, that's like my is my my point here victor sucks man yeah he's kind of the word like he's yeah and, and it sucks because he is our our main character yeah right i mean uh, yeah anyway. soundtrack i think you have to compare it to Nightmare because it is obviously Burton involvement yes. and Danny Elfman and stuff. And I think that's where it hurts it because people know I think Danny Elfman is a better composer than John Williams. Yeah. Neither here nor there. Um, I think it's great. I love the opening song according to play and I think is great. I love this like with the jazzy retelling of uh, Emily's death. I really, really love when they play piano. We talked about it before. I think it was last week of Bioshock. We're talking about yeah. how like really cool, like classical music is. Yeah, yeah, especially when it's played yeah. well and it's and it's beautiful and it's haunting. And I think like the wedding song is fine. Like the songs aren't bad, but it's Danny Elfman, it's Tim Burton. It's going to get compared to Nightmare, and Nightmare is, is phenomenal. It's on a level by itself. When you think of like animated features or children's movies or whatever you want to kind of call it, right? Yeah. There is a reason that game was included in something like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Along with like it made the ranks of like Aladdin. Yeah, and and that's kind of unfortunately where I think like the biggest hindrance is because personally, like I liked when they played piano and then yeah. I liked the I love I the don't recording know. to play in song. I love it. Oh, see, I see. I the only songs I liked was when they played the piano and the, jazz the like song. retelling of her death. Yeah. Other I, than that, it was yeah. like for me, <laughs> I didn't really enjoy it because okay. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't anywhere near. Yeah, Nightmare. I right? think part of it, it, I would really like to see it maybe in a world where Nightmare like didn't exist or like if someone hadn't seen Nightmare if they watched Corpse Bride, how yeah. they would feel about it because I. It's just hard. It's the same thing, like, think about, like, Metallica or, like, Slipknot, right? Like, you hear some of their classic albums. Yeah. And then you hear new stuff like Death Magnetic, and you just roll your eyes. And it's like, <laughs> it's okay, but, like, it's not the best. <laughs> you always got to come after Marcus, huh? 
But no, I, I, I still like it. It's not bad. I mean, for me, it's kind of like, it's probably like the weakest part of the movie. Okay. Just because I didn't really, other than those two. And even then, like, the retelling of the story was like, well, this this isn't even as good as, like, the worst song in Nightmare. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, again, a com- you know, comparing that, it yeah, to Nightmare. Nightmare is just, it's just so hard to compare things to Nightmare. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, but you have to, because, yeah, we, 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 okay. Is it a Valentine's staple? I would like to say, I think, you've watched Parks and Rec, of course. I mm-hmm. think it's a Galentine's staple. Interesting. Okay. Emily realizes she doesn't need a man. She dumps off the baggage to Victoria, who's like apparently <laughs> needs a wet blanket like Victor, and she just goes off by herself. She doesn't need anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's a Galentine staple, not a Valentine staple. If yeah, it I, is I, Galentine's, I, then this episode is dropping perfectly oh. and i actually petitioned we would rename this the galentine special instead of the. i'm valentine. okay with that i love I'm it okay with that okay on the fly <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah like i mean do you think i'm crazy do you like kind of no agree? no i know no, i agree like because i i definitely even if let's just say we weren't saying it was a galentine's day movie i don't think it's a valentine's day i movie. don't think so either no like again, no. me and Devin use the vowels because I do think they're very pretty and like. Oh yeah, absolutely they are. But it's not a love story. Victor and Victoria like just met. Emily's trying her best to make this piece of shit Victor like her, and he's just like <laughs> trying to run away to this girl who he has known for like two fucking hours. Like get the fuck out of here! And she realizes she's like, now nah, fuck this. My friends just killed the guy who killed me. I'm I'm done. I don't yeah. I don't need you. I'm I'm going away. All right, it's a Galentine special. Justin, how old are your kids before you show them this? Um, ooh, I don't know. I might wait until like I could probably get away with showing them now. Mm-hmm. So like seven and four respectively. But I don't know. There's just like a couple things, just like with like the eyes popping out and stuff, that I might wait. The maggots coming out of ears, guy yeah. choking and getting run over. Like there, there are some. There, there's some darkness here. Yeah, I, I would think I, I don't have kids yet. Whoa, noob! Bad cat. My creatures are. Devin, Devin took the good ones, left the bad ones. Um, <laughs> I'll leave that in too. Uh, I think when I have kids and I can run experiments on them and such. I think oh, I would, it's the best part. I think I would show them this before I showed them Nightmare. Hmm. To test the theory, to see if we think this music isn't as good because of what we know Burton and Elfin can create mm-hmm. at the top of their game. Check yeah, back in in a couple years <laughs> for the yeah. results. <laughs> But no, there are some like darker elements to it. So I think for kids who maybe, I think for children who maybe are a little bit more sensitive, that kind of darker material, I think maybe don't. But I would kind of put this closer to like a Beetlejuice than I would an Edward Scissorhands. Yes, I would not. I would not show Edward Scissorhands or Beetlejuice to my kids right now. But... You wouldn't show them Beetlejuice. I don't. I'd, I love, I would have to. I, I would have to so rewatch much. Beetlejuice myself. Before if you do, I did let that. me know. I'll watch it with you. 
I yeah. fucking love Beetlejuice so goddamn much. I do too. It's been a long time since I've seen it, actually. Oh, dude, I, when I was in college, I bought this like Tim Burton like collector Blu-ray set that had like all of his movies in it, and I was a drunkard in college, and I would literally would rotate between the Tim Burton movies, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, because Sweeney Todd was in the Tim Burton set, so Phantom of the Opera and the Tim Burton movies, and I would come back <laughs> like to my room. This out of my fucking mind and just sit there and sing till I fell asleep. <laughs> let me let me tell you <laughs> how people felt about that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I love this movie. I appreciate you doing it with me. Like I said, we used it for our wedding. But like, yeah, this really isn't a romance. It really isn't. You if you watch no. it now, it's just not. And like I said, I'm not even rooting for the fucking love. The interest. main character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I fucking hate Victor. I just don't care. All right. Well, that, guys, is our review of Corpse Bride. Again, we will be doing James and the Giant Peach in April to kind of coincide when it will be released in theaters. And then we'll do a ranking of these four films for each of us and see where we're at. But thanks for hanging out. Play a quick commercial. And then head on in to the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains cold-blooded murders, and nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. Justin. Yes. Have you seen Jacob's Ladder? No. Me either. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. I've heard a lot about it. I've heard it I've referenced heard, a lot. I've heard it referenced a lot, and I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Me too. But I had I've, it from the library and it's sitting there, so that's my a weekend project. Okay. Maybe I'll watch. Well, I'll have to watch it during the week because I don't have time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about it. So the next couple episodes, for people know, we have Jacob's Ladder. Then we have Devil's Advocate, which is a force entry from Ginger. We have Frailty, which is a force entry from Shannon. And then we're reviewing Condemned. Um, patrons, make sure you stick around. And patrons, this is your... I told Justin this. This is your only heads up. If you stick around until the end of the fireside chat, there will be a reward for you. Any last notes, Justin? What is the reward? I want to know. I'll I'll tell you when we get to the chat. That means I have to make it to the end of the the fireside (laughs) chat. We have to plot all these games (laughs) and movies. You better make it. Oh, fuck. Right. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Any last thoughts? No, I'm good. (laughs) Okay. Everyone... Thank you for hanging out with us, and until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord. 
and to the website. We are also on Instagram at here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Mm-hmm.